Hello and welcome to another episode of KC Caffeine. Uh, my name is Jason and we are back again with Spencer. And uh, last week's episode was, you know, all of the information. Now this <laughs> week we're getting into the bullshit. And I want to start with something that happened today. Uh, when you guys hear this, it will be last week. So it'll be old news, but here we'll go ahead and do this again. We're talking about this fire festival situation. How much about this do you know? Uh, not actually, you know, way more than I do. I literally just heard about it from you today. Okay. I, I had no idea. I had no so, idea. Apparently, for those who are not, you know, not as informed, um, there was a festival that was put on by Ja Rule and the owner of another company. Um, I'm pulling up his name right now, but his name was, I mean, I just lost it, but he, they were doing a three-day, a two-week, three-day festival. So a three-day festival this week and a three-day festival next week called the Fire Festival. So it's so it was two separate. It was two separate. It was two separate events. Okay. okay. They were gonna have um, Blink One Eighty Two and uh, Migos, which is a rap group that just mumble rap. I don't care about them. Um, and uh, Major Lazer and all of these other people and surprise guests. Um, they were going to be doing these two separate events. Well, when people started arriving, what they got was less, you know, fantastic festival and more, you know, Hunger Games slash Lord of the Flies. Wait, so, 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 so it was, was this for like everybody? I mean, was this like some big thing they're putting on for everybody to attend or? It was this thing. It was a, anybody can go who, as long as you could afford it. And that's the kicker. Ticket started at $1,200. Jesus Christ. And got, went up to $250,000. Oh my God. Oh my God. 12. <laughs> Shit. I, I can't even afford Gorillaz tickets, but even those aren't $1,200. <laughs> I looked at the tickets for the, for um, Coachella this year when Beyonce was gonna was gonna perform because right. we all know how I feel about Beyonce. And then she had those twins, you know, she got those twins, so she's like, I'm sitting my black ass down. By the way, quick point, I found out what kind of car she was actually sitting on for those pictures. She was sitting on actually a Porsche, I think it was a nine forty four, I think either nine fourteen or nine forty four. It was one of the weird Porsches with a mid engine. So Nice. Yeah, yeah. Just a weird because the one thing is when I look at those photos, I didn't really actually I didn't care as much about we were like, what is she wearing? I'm like What's the car that she's sitting on? What's the car on? she's sitting on? It took me 30 minutes to find out. <laughs> His, okay, so the other, so, the other organizer's anyway, name yeah, yeah. was Billy McFarlane. Because of course it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there were reports of people being stuck in the Bahamas on the, tra- on the plane uh, for hours on end because they had nowhere to go. People getting to the Wait. event space... And finding that so, so there was no so like no there was no people there or stage there were people or... there there was a there was a half constructed stage um, there were FEMA style tents oh my god wow um, no this was like I said this is supposed to be this luxury you know festival where you can go and meet and you know hobnob with celebrities and and, and all of these things. And essentially, they that there are some conflicting reports, and there's a people saying there's saying you know basically this was a scam. 
It sounds like a scam. It sounds like a scam to me. Like, yeah. I'm going to call my good friend Joanne the scammer, which if you've never heard, I'm going to have to get you in the Joanne the scammer. I fucking love it. <laughs> um, but it's... And then there are others that are saying that, you know, there were some mis- there were a bunch of miscommunications and missteps and things that just... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, when I order a stage bill, I'm like, no, only half the stage. I'll finish the rest. Right. You know, or like, you know, inept, inept promoters and things like that. And, you know, but even in, even inept promoters, <laughs> like, at some point you're going to be like, whoa, we need to figure out what is happening here. Yeah. Something is wrong. Yeah, the, the, apparently it wasn't, there's, the deadlines were just not even pay attention to, just blown through. Right. You don't even get to, like, you won't get to people showing up to the event, especially something like this. Like, you know, there were Instagram influencers, people like Kylie Jenner and, you know, whoever yeah. else these, Instagram you know, influencers just rubs They're basically like, they're basically pretty white girls who have lots of friends on, who lots of followers on Instagram. Uh, we're like, hey, come and hang out with us at this you know, rich people festival and, you know, yay. I, I can't feel sorry for them. Like, that's no, no. Was there any food at all? There was food. Um, the pictures are pretty epic. Uh, basically, they got the, what I would like to call um, the blue plate special out at the, you know, local diner. A cheese, a, sandwich, a cheese sandwich and salad with dressing. And I don't think that that's salad with dressing, but I think that these people are so... Like rich and out of touch that they didn't realize that that's like the lettuce and the tomato and the onion that you put on the sandwich on the side. Yeah. Because yeah. they said a salad with no dressing. No, you just were supposed to put that <laughs> your on the sandwich. Yeah. You dummy. So <laughs> like, it's so it's oh so it's deconstructed then. It's a deconstructed sandwich. <laughs> um, it's you know the stage is not, not the stage is not unfinished it's just deconstructed it's deconstructed yeah you yeah. know the the tents were not they're all it's all decon this was a chance for people to maybe like rough it for a week and wow they just uh, wow but the best part about this is because the thing about any of these situations is hey these are people with way too much with way more money than cents yes because i would not spend 1200 on a ticket to go anywhere no and the flights were included in the price of the tickets, but the guy, ah, you, the rec- that you were requested to not do your, do not secure your own flights. We will secure the flights for you. Sounds kind of sketchy. Sounds a little sketch. Yeah. No, no, we will fly you. And you're just like, what the hell is that? It's like, oh, it's our plane we got from the junkyard. It's 1950s. It's, 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 it's gonna, it's rust, it's, it's retro and rustic. And yeah. We'll, it fits with the aesthetic of the plane. It'll take two weeks to get there. You know, we'll have to stop off at every, we'll do island hopping. We're great. doing a three hour tour, guys. <laughs> oh my God. This is Gilligan's Island. This is. <laughs> Well, where's the professor? You know, where's Mary There's not a single professor. Oh. There are probably a couple of Mary Ann's. Well, they're not going to be able to make a radio on coconuts then. That ain't going to happen. No. But what I wanted to do uh, on this, just because it's just amazing, and the people on Twitter have really had what I would like to call the greatest time with this. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give you some of these 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 tweets. Uh, can we block fire festival people from coming back for a while on the grounds that their affluenza might be contagious? Ooh, that is a good one. We we, we may not want them back in, you know. Yeah, have them confiscate their phones like they do immigrants. We need your phone password, please. Yeah. 
Finish your supper. There are starving one percenters at fire festival. <laughs> <laughs> but mom, I don't want to eat the Subway sandwich. A oh, three-day wow. pass to Woodstock was $18 to see Jimi Hendrix, The Who, Jefferson Airplane. Oh, and people paid $12,000 to see Blink-182. I can't even laugh. That just that 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 hurts. That really hurts. I mean, even with infl even with inflation, that's still cheaper. Still cheaper. Ja Rule found a way to deport rich white kids. Ja Rule for president. Yeah. I just, <laughs> this this camp this cannot be like a mistake. Like this, too many things went wrong. Where this seems this just seems deliberate. Somebody and Ja Rule, you said you said he's, he's not my fault. I'm like, I don't know. This, I don't think it's I don't think it's your fault. I think you meant to do this. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not my fault. This was entirely the this point. If that's the case, the I'm like, Jarrell gets major, major points in my book. I'm like, that. that's awesome. Please continue to do this. Do it with like an ice capade or something. I'm ready to do this. Yeah. Uh, right now, somewhere in the Bahamas, millionaires are fighting over pieces of bread and lettuce at the fire Festival. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> um, you know you're broke when you didn't even hear about the fire Festival until it became the Hunger Games. Well, I guess oh, I'm broke. Dang, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm broker than you because I heard about it from you. <laughs> <laughs> Fire Festival is an art installation where mediocre people realize what their lives would be like without rich parents. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's actually true. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. They're not sparing any expense. That's awesome. They're they're uh, going for the jugular. There. I just, I mean, it's I'm I just I'm gonna find one or two good more. You could have been to three festivals with that money and seen every headliner at each one and more. Yes, yes, yes. Like. You could have been, you could have gotten a nice hotel room for that much. You could have, I mean, next time that you want to waste twelve thousand dollars, give it to me. I'll take it. It's fine. You could use that for the three festivals, and United wouldn't wouldn't drag you off the plane. And you could <laughs> you know what you could do with that three with that twelve thousand dollars? Donate to the podcast. There you go. Go to Patreon. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> go to yeah. Patreon and donate to the podcast. Yeah. We will make good use of that twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. If you if you pay enough, you might actually get to sit in on the podcast, and we would you probably feed them more than just a cheese sandwich. I don't know what all that. I don't know if I like people like that. <laughs> well, if no, they, if, if you gave twelve thousand dollars, I definitely would invite you, you to go. the house for a cheese sandwich. There you go. Um, yeah. Provolone. I would even give you smoked gouda. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah. Well, because I love it. But so there's that. That's just a little bit of of humor to. I mean, and it's and it's you know, part of me is like these are real human lives, and. You know, rich people's lives matter. I cannot spare sympathy for people who ha basically have the ability to jet off to any place on the planet and it not financially ruin them. No, 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 I, I can't do it. I can't. I understand they're people and they're real, but it's like, but what? It's, no, no, I can't. Because the rest of us do our do our work. We have to check out when we fly. We have to make sure we pick an airline that's not going to beat the hell out of us or get lost or luggage or fly us off in the wrong direction you know we have to we do have to do our due diligence right these people didn't do their due diligence oh they didn't do their didn't do any diligence <laughs> they literally just said i have more money than god and what i'm going to do is spend a weekend somewhere where ja fucking rule <sighs> when was the last time that ja rule did, did anything that you trusted i i I don't think I ever trusted John. I've never, never trusted John Rule. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember when he was around. I remember because it was the same time that Cisco was out and everything. And, so. and I thought they were the same person for a while. That's not true. I didn't 
Wow. I didn't oh my think god, that. you went... <laughs> I never never thought that they were the same person. Please don't. <laughs> Cisco's Cisco's at home. Cisco's going, somewhere Thank going, you. Thank Cisco's you. Somewhere going, you didn't have to do that to me. <laughs> I haven't done nothing to you, you bitch. I've never done anything to you. <laughs> he's just so pissed. He's like He's somewhere I, excited that he's he didn't sign up for that festival. That's uh, yeah, where he's yeah. at. Dodge that bullet. <laughs> he's like, you won't get me. But your headliner was Blink-182 in 2017. I don't know if I would go see Blink-182 at the Power and Light for free well, they, they in are 2017. Gonna, they are going to be at the Sprint Center. Why? That concert? I don't know. Shit. They, who, who who did this? Blink-182? I mean, I guess they've got like... They've got a huge following because everybody liked them. It was, you know, if you weren't into some 41 and, you know, other less known punk artists, you know, you loved Blink-182. But I get, like, I get it in the sense that, like, yeah. you know, they were popular, but it's also 20 fuck-ass 17. Like, it is a whole 27. <laughs> but you, you've heard these people though before. They'll look back on... The, the the music of that time and they will have nostalgia for an age that didn't really exist. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love, one of my favorite genre of music is 1995 to 2005 R&B women singing their faces off about just random ass shit. I get nostalgia but that does not mean... Well the problem is you, do you, you don't allow that to color all the rest of what happened in your life. You're like, no. man, that was so great. My life was awesome. No, no, you, you don't look back on it with fond, made-up bullshit. I look back on it and go, that music was fucking amazing, and that's why I'm listening to it right now. Yeah, I don't exactly. look at it, but if, you know, let's say, if Christina, not Christina Aguilera, that's, if... Mary J. Blige. I mean, no, Mary J. Blige's new album is amazing. I've not, I, I, it's fucking amazing. It's I, I have to. I honestly, I want to listen to Chuck Berry's new stuff because he released a new album before he died. I want to listen to his stuff. I haven't even. I, I was too scared to listen to David Bowie's Black Star because I've heard, heard it's a great. Yeah, I, I, I'm like I have to prepare myself because it seems like it's gonna be so fucking heavy that I won't be able to leave my chair. Right. So, but no, that that was. I remember that time. I remember because yeah. all through high school there was like one fucking hit after another, and it was just awesome. And right. And then, of course, in 2001, I remember that on the MTV Music Awards, which I shouldn't have watched or I shouldn't have, they voted Limp Bizkit as the rock band of the century over fucking Rage Against the Machine. And I lost my fucking mind. I mean, I fucking love Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And, you know, but but look at where they are now. Tom Morello is kind of, you know, made, he's not kind of, he's actually amazing. Yeah. And Fred Durst is... Working at a Hardee's. I don't know. <laughs> He's Carl's Carl's Junior. Do, do you know that Tom Morello was actually an episode of Star Trek Voyager? Was he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played a crewman. It was pretty good. You'll have to look for it because it's because when you see it, you won't you won't it won't it won't hit. But then you like you look back like, oh yeah, there he is. I fucking love Rage Against the Machine and Tom Morello. Like that was my first like that was my first rock crush, and you know Rage is it was so cohesive. Right. It was just that was the first time I was like. I would. He's adorable. And I, I want to. Did you get his solo album? No, I didn't. The Night Watchman. You should get it. It's, he's his voice is really good. I will yeah. have to do that. Yeah, it's 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 a good. Um, it's not the. It's all acoustic, but his guitar is really 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 good. It's it's 
worth a listen to. It is that I will put that on my list of, of things of music right now because you brought up Mary J. Blige and I have to just get this out because the new Mary J. Blige album came out today. Now I don't know if you know this about Mary. I'm I'm, but I'm gonna go and say I probably don't. She is going through a not so fun divorce right now. I did not know that. And the thing about one Miss MJB is that when she is going through a hard time, her music goes from being like, eh, to like, way up here. Like, so, cause you're getting pain and you're getting all of the, she is underneath the appropriate note at all times. And when she's at her flattest, it's when she's at her best. I love, I live for off key Mary J. Blige vocals because that means she is feeling what she is saying. It is so good. Like I was listening to it, like a friend of mine texted me and was like, listen to the new Mary J. Blige album. And I was like, I haven't liked the Mary J. Blige album since like Mary. And that was in 1998. So I'll give it a shot. But, and I heard the first track and the first track has Kanye West on it. And the first line he says is, I decided not to let my color define me. And I went, Okay, so we're going here. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's no just just all of a sudden just, just dropping out the cliff. Just boom, we're going here, and it goes from there all the way through. She directly addresses the man she is divorcing in one of the songs. It is like, okay, I might actually have to listen to this, this album. This, that is yeah. fucking amazing. Wow. So I'm like, if you know, if you like, again, I've not necessarily been the biggest Mary J. Blige fan for the last maybe couple years. Once in a while, she'll put a, she'll put a track out that I'd be like, this is cute. I can get to this. Um, she works with my one of my favorite new producers now. His name is Katie Trinata. Um, does a lot of like kind of weird music, sonic stuff into it, super like super into him. And he, she did a track with him, and I was like, okay, like, yeah, we're going to do this. This is that's all I listen to all day today. Was like, that's usually awesome. I listen to like podcasts and stuff when I'm at work. It was just Mary all day. I, I understand so, that I have an album on repeat because you're like I just gotta listen to it over and over again I listened to yeah. each track like four different times because I was like I have to get into the individual she called herself Petty and I was like yes. yeah that, that reminds me of our little exchange we had with that that was hilarious oh god yes well because I say that every year I want to get 27% more Petty <laughs> I, I get to I actually uh, have uh, pulled a bit of a prank on my boss um, so I have two mugs I have at work one's a sporting mug um, and I got I picked up the other one after um, the Senate's turtle. Um, what the fuck is his name? Oh, uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> you picked up that mug. The Senate's turtle. Because he does look like a turtle. He does. He does. He totally does. I, I hate to insult the looks, but I'm like, he lo- you look like a turtle. He Somebody looks- needs to tell you and let you know not to do this. But it was whenever he was being a fucking asshole and shouted down Elizabeth Warren, and then got up there and when he asked, you know, she was warned, she was given an explanation. Yet she persisted. I'm like, you just fucked yourself. You just fucking played oh, yourself. Oh, you did. You played yeah. yourself, dude. I got the shirt and I got the mug with that saying on it. I was like, I am fucking... I, so I can have it at work. Nobody gets it. Nobody knows what it means. I had explained to my friend Adam and that was about it. I'm like, right. I'm not going to tell anybody else because the rest of you would be like, I don't know what that means. They go about your day and that's fine. I want to get into a, a stupid area where I have to explain to you everything. So I carry it with me because I have my coffee and I carry it with me and it feels good. I'm like, yeah everything with me all right just walk around with it if i'm going to another office or something and apparently i'm being watched and my boss my other co-workers is like does he carry the mug to make himself feel important yes i'm like 
Yes, absolutely I do. That's exactly what I do that for. So, I was so pissed about it because I'm like, I cannot believe you watched me so closely for me carrying this mug and the way I carry, the way I carry myself and everything. I'm like, you watched me so closely that now you're going to, you're amused by this. So, <clears throat> that night I went to, um, I went to Vistaprint and made up a mug uh, that said, why yes, as a matter of fact, I do carry this, making, carrying my mug does make me feel important. And the other side, I put a picture of myself, you know my profile picture? Yeah. I put on the deal with it glasses and put deal with it below it on the other side. <laughs> that is the level of petty in which I love. That was, that was $40 worth of petty right there. That's it. I mean, it's the thing is the thing. Being like, and I've had this conversation before with people, but I will share it on the podcast. People like to say being petty is not a good thing. No, no, no. Being petty is a great thing because A, I'm not going to hold in. The bullshit anymore. Like, no, no. I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna say it and let it go. And then I'm, you're mad, but I'm not. No, I always try to get creative with it because I'm like, I could just say it, but that's not gonna be remembered. <laughs> I want to do something that tells you, no, no, you, you got this kind of wrong. And just, the bug thing, I haven't, I've, that, I've given her two clues, but she's not gonna get it. And it arrives on May 10th, and I'm so looking forward to. It. I'm like, this is gonna be hilarious. And I'm, if you don't keep the mug, I have something to be like, you didn't keep I the mug. Ready for <laughs> this. <laughs> I am so ready for this. Yeah. So um, the the main thing that we wanted to talk about today on this episode is um, North Korea. Yay! <laughs> oh my God! What I um, and our impending World War Three. It's not. It's not. I got to be honest with you. It's not. Here's the thing. There's. There's. I. I am fascinated by North Korea. Not in a wow, but more like a oh my. God. God, this is really, really, really complex. Like, from a sociological perspective alone, there's so much that goes along with it. Okay. So, let, let me first address this by saying that for North Korea, you know how we have our July 4th and everybody blows shit up and woo, everybody gets drunk and lights their house on fire or whatever. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But it goes Way on. more often it's, than they it's, it's a huge, you know, patriotic celebration. Everybody carries a flag and all that kind of stuff. But then after July, it kind of cools down. Well, it doesn't cool down. But, you know, you know what I mean. It gets hotter and everybody just like, fuck, it's hot. I wish it was September. Right. So, in North Korea, however, they have two major patriotic days. One, April 15th. I think it's April 15th. It might be April 5th. But April 15th uh, is Kim Il-sung's birthday. Kim Il-sung is the man who started North Korea. He is the one. He's... You see him as, he is the top leader. Like, if they had, like, pictures, you would see him on the top. He is revered and treated as a god and that sort of thing. Okay. So, it's his birthday. So, it's like George Washington's birthday. Well, not really. It wouldn't be the same because we don't have huge marches on, you know what I mean. Anyway. We don't hot march because that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't march in that kind of, we don't have placards and do all sorts. Of, but anyway, so it's a big deal. It's his birthday. Then, 10 days later, April 25th, is North Korea's army's birthday when they when the north korean army was created okay. so two major big ass days in their history are in april so of course they're going to start off in april by ramping the rhetoric up you know ramping about the military you know we've got missiles you know we can defeat anybody blah, 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 blah. you know we're going to reunite with south korea then we're going to blow up south korea then we're going to reunite and this keeps going back and forth but it's all ramped up because they do that every time if you look back every april they do this shit all the time just like we do every july i think is i wasn't necessarily that worried about i will say this rachel maddow scared the shit out of me oh i'm sure she did yeah yeah because <laughs> i was like south korea whatever like north korea can you know eat a golden fart i don't care 
And then she showed the video of them at the this of of this one of the festivals or the concerts, and there was this video that they played in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was North Korea launching a nuke and hitting. San Francisco. Yes. The and North I Koreans went, now have CGI technology. Well, and that's great. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, and I was talking to another friend of mine earlier today, and he was like, I'm not worried about North Korea. Like, they're never going to get I'm like, they only have to do it once. They won't be able to. First of all, there, there's there's several reasons why you shouldn't be worried. Um, I'll go up with one that immediately quells the ICBM threat. Um, do you remember something called Stuxnet? No. This is something that was created in conjunction with the Israelis with our own clandestine uh, spy networks. Ooh, we're deep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Stuxnet was a was a, a uh, it was a computer virus essentially. I mean, that's oversimplifying it. Basically, it attacked Iran's uh, centrifuges, um, made them break, break down, not do things correctly. Just basically caused all kinds of haywire with their computer hardware. So they never had a chance to get anywhere close to refining the plutonium or uranium to make a nuclear weapon. They were at like 5%. They were getting nowhere. Nowhere. But we developed that. So we did the same thing with North Korea. Only it's much easier to hack in because North Korean technology is the best that you know Soviet technology can buy in 1995. Okay. So we're able to go across. We're able to hack in and plant viruses. And their missiles can either launch or they'll blow up on the pad. We basically get in there and we've hacked into their systems so that they can never really launch a missile because they'll constantly blow up. You know. That's how we've gone and gone about it. Instead of saying we directly attack them, it's like, no, we'll just get in your system and you'll never be able to launch a missile. Well, I, yeah. I just, so, that's, I, yeah. I, I, my, the, all it takes is one. <laughs> They're not going to ever get off the ground. We are, we have a defense shield we're building with South Korea. We have the, I mean, the hacking thing will always nip them in the butt every single time. They will not be able to do it because you have to have better computer systems. Than to, they currently have right now. Well, I mean, they, if we left them alone, they could probably reach our shores. But with the proper hacking, it will never, it will always fail. Always. Because I mean, it's if one of the, yeah. hopefully one of them doesn't go get a Dell. <laughs> and then, because then basically what this tells me is all they need to do is go to like the local Best Buy. Yeah, but the minute they connect to the network, they're fucked. It, it's, it's like, it's, it's the same principle. Like if you have a virus on your hard drive and it attaches itself to your motherboard's BIOS, you're never going to get rid of that unless you wipe everything. And they're never going to figure it out because their level of technological expertise is not anywhere near ours. And because we don't share our spy secrets with China, they're not going to be able to figure it out. I mean, they could probably figure out what's happening but not know where it is, and we can just reinfect the network whenever we want to. Like, okay. we, we know what we're doing here. So I mean, I'd like to think that we know. The worry, I like the, think that some of us know what we're doing. The, the worry is... That they would be able to launch one that could hit Japan, um, or they would actively shell with artillery uh, Seoul, South Korea. Right. That's the major worries. For us, it's not we're not really worried. The farthest they could get, even with their current one, is maybe California. Maybe we would well, see yeah. we would I'm... see it coming a long ways away. We have weapons that can take out a missile. Like if they launch one, we can take it out. That's not the big deal. Um, so don't worry about the CGI film. Iran made one where they apparently had this robotic battle tank that was killing American forces that inexplicably just boarded on a helicopter and landed in the middle of Iran, and then they killed them and they launched nuclear missiles against us. And it's just it's all this propaganda. North Korea is an entire propaganda experiment that is well. I, the, the thing that is really interesting about about North Korea to me is. These are people, and, and I don't know 
we can we um, we we get a very one sided view of North Korea. Like we get yeah. In mainstream media, you only get this. You know, they're all against us and everything else. Right. Yeah. So you know, and we get like conditions are terrible and 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 all of these things, and yeah, it's yeah, like, they are. And, and I you know I, yeah. I, I don't doubt that they are, <laughs> but it's like you know, but you see. You know, you see people, how do I say, like, from, and I guess part of this is being, you know, a dumb American, is, it's like, because let's be real, this is not un-American to say that Americans are dumb. It's just a fact. It's our way of life. It's how we get through everything. It's why we don't acknowledge the risk in certain things that we do. Right. I don't, you know, I don't speak an opinion. I don't, I don't, I don't take sides. I take facts. It just is what it is. Um, but, when... As the you know, dumb American, yeah, I look at that. And I go, how could I like? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to deal with living in those conditions. It's terrible. It's horrible. I would, you know, have a fit and rise up. It's it's almost like that. You couldn't get me in slavery. Like, well, the, 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 <laughs> yeah, they're brought up from to to be told that you are lucky to live in this because the rest of the world has gone to absolute shit. It's it's like this. You guys are up here. Rest of the world is down here. I know it's tough, but oh my god, that's the that's what the propaganda preaches. That North Korea is on top. The only reason why we're being attacked or ostracized is because the other nations want what we have. You remember the whole thing, you know? I they wonder, hate us for our freedom. You remember that shit? I wonder. Yeah. As like I said, it makes it sound like that sounds a lot. Like... Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. But the thing is, they have developed it over so long because they were isolated because of things that happened that it has been continually pushed, and they. I mean. Pyongyang itself, like, they have tourists from China, which, by the way, tourism is a North Korean industry for Chinese people to go over and see, which will explain why China hasn't been so keen on quelling the hermit kingdom, so to speak. But, so that they actually put up fake storefronts, so it looks like a grocery store, but right. not. You have you actually get people who are told they must go and walk and pretend like, oh yeah, I live around here. No, they don't. What did I see that on? There's a lot. There's a lot of documentaries. Um, I oh, would, that stupid yeah. movie with the stupid people with the stupidness. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Why? I, if If you want to watch one that will get you laughing, it will also explain a lot in kind of a very tongue in cheek way. The Red Chapel on on Netflix it actually has uh, Danish comedians who are from South Korea, but they grew up in in you know Danish culture, and they go visit it along with a Danish documentarian. Go visit North Korea. And it's funny. Um, it's also, you can see a lot of you're like, oh my God, so this is what really goes on. This is what, You are never allowed to go anywhere else without a handler. They were with you all right. the time. Um, the fun part, they actually played Wonderwall to a group of North Korean students. And also in a stadium full of them because they had like, they put them on stage and everything else. It was just, but it is a really good documentary because one of the comedians has cerebral palsy. And so the reaction to that is like, wait, wait a minute, you, you, you were allowed to live? It didn't make a whole lot of sense to them because that is seen as a weakness. So, right, and yeah. there is no weakness. But the North Korean people are not actually as naive as we think they are. But they know the situation is very, very dire. And if they have any hint of them going against Kim Jong-un and the whole leadership and the whole thing, they are either sent to a labor camp immediately or taken out and shot. And it's very harsh of a crackdown. Now, how they found out was... Uh, thanks to our Chinese tourists, because have you you've seen the size of micro SD cards these days? Yes, little tiny things. Well, they don't have the technology to scan for that in North Korea, so you can literally hide in your shoe or someplace else. 
it's so tiny it's like the size of a thumbnail there have been a there's been a slow but steady um, influx of pirated shows movies TV shows etc all kinds of media music that's been piped into North Korea and some of the more elites who have computers are able to watch some of this they're finding out and even right now they're still finding out the rest of the world is not we've been told what it is right but they can't speak up they can't be like we're gonna fight no because the minute you do the current you know leader the middle child who apparently has a really really bad temper and anger streak right will take you out and have you shot by an anti-aircraft gun so they can't but they know what's going on they're they're more aware than we think they are you know and why china has the tourism because they go over there they explore north korea it's like wow this is interesting but china doesn't want to take any action because what they're afraid of is the north korean government once it collapses you will have all those North Korean refugees rushing to the Chinese to border. The Chinese border, right? Yeah, because China's been working with North Korea, so to speak. They, you know, buy and sell goods, import exports. You know, China's been relatively friendly with them, but that's what they're worried about: is all those immigrants hit their borders, and like we don't want to take them in, right? Because we, we have enough people. Yeah, we have enough people problems as is. We don't want to have to take care of you guys because you're going to come here, and you have no idea about the modern world. You know a little bit from what you've been seeing, but you have no idea how to operate with the rest of the first world countries, what right. goes on. And South Korea doesn't want it because South Korea is, to be, I mean, this also is kind of my opinion, but what I've derived from a lot of information, they're kind of like a jilted lover. Because the Korean War was in the 50s. Right. So it's been a long time. And having North Korea go, we want to get back together. And like, no, no, we're good. We have Samsung. We have logo technology. We don't need anything no. that you have over here. Yeah, South Korea is completely modern. It is is built up. They're like, we've got, we're, we're doing great. We're doing fine without you. South Korea's got a glow up going on over yes, here. Yes, yes, they do. South Korea is South Korea <laughs> is Obama after the presidency. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need fine. We're so, good. Yeah, South Korea does not want them because my jeans fit again. Like life is good. Oh yeah, it's like no, we we have a tech, we're, we're exporting. One of our major companies is out to, on top. You know, did, uh, you know they've thrown Sony from being the top tech company. Right. And what happened? And same kind of thing with China, except that they would have to reintegrate all these people from North Korea. Plus, what they're also worried about is the government regime may fail. That doesn't mean they don't have people who are insurgents or who will come in and. You know, try to take out the leaders in South Korea and try right. to do the same thing they did in North Korea. Right. Which, I mean, I never described this to somebody like, oh, we're like the immigrants. Like, no, not, no, no, not like here. Not like here. We're not going to, no, the refugees don't even know where the hell they're going. This is a land, this is like if Canada, Canada's government was, was tyrannical and it failed and came over here, but that's not going to happen because it's Canada. Because, and, <laughs> and their prime minister is a dreamboat. He also knows what quantum computing is. That was a, that was a, that was an awesome day. When somebody's like, what do you have a quantum computer? Everybody laughed. He's like, actually, this is how it works. And he explained it perfectly. I'm just like, why? It must be nice. It must be really must nice. Be really nice. Because I don't know anybody that knows what quantum computing is except, you know, some of my friends. But yeah, North Korea, the people are more aware. They, some don't know what's going on, but quite a few of them do. But they keep right. it very hidden, very quiet. Well, and I think that it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, and, 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 we, what's the best way to put this? <laughs> because it's going to sound, it's, we have the view and what we see in, you know, in our lives. And like we, as Americans, as, you know, me as a person of color, like this is what our worldview is. And it's almost like, how do I say this without sounding horrible? 
I mean, you, this is your podcast. It's my podcast. I can say what the fuck I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like those people who can see racism and can see all of this shit going on and be like, nah, rah, that's not existing. Oh, yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. You know, and it's... But for them, it is... That is an ignorance that is forced upon them. Yes. But for us, that is ignorance that we have chosen. Well, because we're, we're told, and if you simplify it, you know, it's like, oh, they just hate us. Like, well, they hate us because Korean War. You want to study that and look at what they've done. And it's been an oppressive, tyrannical regime that controls every input that comes in. Right. It's like it, it's like this this stuff we've seen many times before. You know, Soviet Russia, East-West Germany, you have North Korea. But North Korea is the longest because um, at the time you had China growing and having all kinds of civil strife, but still growing as a, as a nation into a first world power, even more so than it was. South Korea, which said, no, we're done with you. We'll do whatever we want. And we, we helping them. And then you establish the militarized zone and then nothing happens for a while. Really, that's, I mean, there's, there's things that happen, of course, but they've always been in a ceasefire. There's never been a full on truce or treaty. Right. And it was decided, well, we'll just let them sit there and we'll, we'll let this somebody else figure out what's going to do because there's no clear answers. Right. They're like, we're going to sail in a carrier. It's like, no, this is what they want. This is their patriotic month. This is all they want you to do is do something aggressive. If Britain sailed in a fucking frigate full of tea into Boston Harbor, I'm sure we'd find a way to dump it overboard and have a lot of fun in July. We'd think it would be hilarious. It'd be fun. It'd be great. Yeah. So us doing this is feeding into it of the U.S. hates us and wants to destroy us. Look, they sent out a carrier and a battle group. No, you don't do this shit. They want that. So let's. I want to. I want to. I want to, to transition into our lady of Cheetos, um, and kind of because what personally what I feel like because we really weren't paying attention that much attention to North Korea and all of these things until the stuff at home. And the Russia connection were starting to get, yeah. You know, we were things were starting to close in, and people were starting to connect some dots that they hadn't connected before. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it was like, oh my God, World War Three with North Korea, and you know, everyone went like, like the like the puppy where, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's an easy distraction because no, because North Korean information is we we get so little. Right. What we get is oftentimes from either uh, tourists who have been there or from defectors who made it out safely, and they go through. They don't go directly to South Korea. There's no way they they would if they even if they went through the militarized zone, they would get hit by so much it wouldn't even be it would just there wouldn't be anything left. They go right. through China. They either go through China back around or some other way. So it's it's we we are very limited, and it's much easier to be to point and kind of laugh and chuckle and then say, oh God, they're going to kill us. Right. It's, but that we, going into it, there's, it's so much more complex. And I mean, I remember when we, when they, um, when they opened up the North Korean website for other people to see, there's a, there's a Korean friendship society. You could be a friend of North Korea if you want to be. Well, don't do it. Don't do it. Why? Because <laughs> why? then you can see the, the, the website, the best website that I-95 can buy. Do you remember GeoCities? Do you remember the... Oh my God, I love the GeoCities. It, it, it resembles somebody's GeoCities website because it has the, the flags that wave and the... Yeah, yeah. It's... A lot of this stuff is fascinating in the way it's like, oh my God, it's like you're trapped in time but it's, not trapped in time. Right. And, it's, it's almost this... It's looking at 
basically it's looking into we're basically looking into to the past you know yes. we're looking into a, a, this alternate reality where you know at some point technology said we were like we're good here this is yeah. where we'll stop we're done we don't need anything else. mostly you know, Soviet but it's it's interesting and the reason that I brought up you know the the that is the distraction is if you look at kind of the last 30 days of news and the news cycle when we talk about Afghanistan and Syria and all yeah, of that we it has always been right before some news about the Russia Trump connection yeah that's been building out. for a long time like that that Mike, Mike Flynn thing just like that's going to blow up in his face it's, they're going to throw his ass under the bus as hard as oh, they can oh they're going to yeah, yeah and it's it is, it's 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 always right before someone's like hey I've got something is Holy shit! Did we just bomb Syria? Like, yeah, it's like, oh no, we gotta do something. But didn't you just say that you weren't gonna do that? Like, you literally just said you were gonna. Hmm. I I remember when they did that. It was the Tomahawk missiles, and everybody's like, we we launched missiles against their airbase. I'm like, it's not what the Tomahawks are really used for. We have weapons that will take out airfields and do a good job. This won't. By the way, they had it. They had to repair it and running in less than twenty four hours. Yeah, like you. (laughs) And they they warned the they warned. They said we're gonna bomb an airfield. It's like okay, we bombed it. They paved it over. We're good, you know. Well, and the other yeah. thing is, and think about it, like, and I was talking to, to someone uh, about this, and I said, think about it like this. Syria and Russia are buddies, in some sense of the word. I right, right. But Syria and Russia are buddies. The entire reason, in my opinion, the entire reason that, because Donald Trump Jr. made a, made a tweet and said, see, Obviously, my dad isn't in bed with Russia because he bombed Syria, and Russia and Syria are friends. Yeah. But think about this: you bombed an airspace, an air, an, air an airstrip yeah. with Tomahawk missiles that was able to be repaired within 24 hours, yeah. and gave them advance notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You weren't trying to do any real damage. No, no, and that's not and. I remember when they did that. Then the Moab in Afghanistan. I'm like, no, the the mother of all bombs. The fun part about that is it's not actually. I would say the mother. It's not the the. It's not the most powerful conventional bomb. By the way, we put that together. We did that, and then the Soviet the, the Russians said, "Hey, we can do this too." And they have the father of all bombs, which if we're going to talk about petty, that is petty. <laughs> That's. Ours is four times more powerful. It's the father of all bombs. I'm just like, so oh my god. There's yeah. no reason to have that. We have precision weapons. There's you don't have no to do reason that. you did that. No. that. That was a show of... You You essentially put the your dick on the table. Yeah, That's just, all that was. You know, I'm strong. No, no. I mean, and, I don't know. Maybe they can get Mike Pence to glare over another border. Oh god, can did, we not... Did, did you remember Pence that? When he did he that? Do? He, he has his, like, his vice president leather varsity jacket on. And he gets up there. <laughs> He's told he shouldn't go outside. Which I'm like, you should probably not go outside. You don't need to. But he goes outside anyway because he's a rebel, and he gets out there and stands on the border and puts puts his hands on his hips, so to speak, and does this and glares across the border and he says, "I wanted to stare at them and show them my resolve because it mirrors our resolve or some weird." Qu- I'm not really. Where quoting was he staring? At? What border was he staring at? Oh, the North Korean border, South Korean border. Yeah, yeah. He was I'm, he was there visiting and like they don't give a shit. They don't give. They don't give a fuck. It's about like, you. and South Korea honestly have best has, has bested you because South Korea has engaged in also their own kind of warfare, not conventional. They actually put up huge fucking speakers like you know, 
Fifty thousand watts. I mean, just uh, uh, oh yeah, playing uh, playing K-pop. K-pop. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, that's a more effective weapon. That's that's petty. <laughs> that is petty because yeah. hey, look what we've got. Come join us. Yeah, I yeah. can yeah. get into some K-pop, but I don't know if I can do K-pop at the level in which they're doing. <laughs> they're giving K-pop to the North Koreans, forcing it. Yeah, because it's all. You don't have a way to block it out. You can't block say. it out. It's just here you go. Yeah. Yeah. All day. K-pop, and, and I'm just like, Mike Pence, you're not going to be able to top that. He's like, I'm, I'm going to show them my resolve. I'm like, bitch, you're afraid, of, you're afraid to go to fucking dinner with a woman who's not your wife. That's because you want to be going to dinner with a man that's not your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, Mike, Mike Pence oh. is, everything about him screams, I hate myself because I'm gay. And you can come and get me if you want to. I don't give a shit. He calls his wife mother, which I was like... Does he really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What in the... Yeah, yeah, which which I understand if you're saying it like you say mother or your kid, if your kid's in the home, like, I can kind of see that. But when you say it outside, when your kids are grown... No, one, no, no. You should never know that. That's some, like, Bates Motel shit right That's what I was like. I was like, I feel like we're... Like, I think... Don't even get me started on Mike fucking pants. Like, I am terrified that Donald Trump will leave and help. And everyone keeps talking about impeach him. Don't do not impeach him. He's going to leave. You know he's going to leave. Oh yeah, he's going to quit. He already was on Reuters. He's all like, I don't this know if I can do this. Not. This is really hard. I didn't know. I didn't know all this stuff was so complicated. It's like, did you even read? No, you can't read. I, I don't think that Donald Trump. And I was talking to to. I'm gonna shout out my friend Josh because this is who I was talking to earlier today. But we were talking that I honestly and truly do not believe that Donald Trump wanted the presidency. No. I don't think he wanted to win. No. I don't think he thought he was going to win. I think when those election <laughs> results came back, he was like, what have you people done? He's like, what? Oh, shit. You got to show up for work. Like, oh, what the and, fuck am I going to do? And, and Josh made a really good point because he said, if you look at the night of the, the night of the, the election results came in and look at the placards, that wasn't supposed to be an election, uh, 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 that was supposed to be the launch of the Trump News Network. Yeah, yeah. That that makes more sense. Because I thought originally he did this so he could basically launder money and pay off his Russian debts. Because he right. owed some people some money. I'm like, this, right. a campaign's a great way because nobody keeps track of the fucking money half the time. That's why you right. campaign finance reform. And I was like, no, it makes sense. And then when I see him with, he's sitting with Obama, I'm just like, he does not look he's like. sitting with Obama like. He looks like he had called in the, pre, the principal's office. Yeah, like just, I have. I have made it. I have fucked up. And he looked like, he looked, looked at Obama like, will you please? I know that you're supposed to leave like in a month or two. Please tutor me. <laughs> I don't even want you to tutor me. Like, can you pass a law today that says you're going to have to stay in this mug for like just like two more years and like just because they didn't, they don't know what they did. Man, can you please? Like, and Michelle was like, motherfucker, let me tell you something. You made this bed, you gonna have to lie in it. Because on January 19th, bitch, I'm out of here. Because yeah. I'm tired of you. We're going to go hang out with Richard Branson on his Virgin Islands. It'll be fine. It'll be great. And oh literally, Barack Obama, for the two weeks after that, he looked like, I don't, I'm that. Like, I'm I ain't never seen that man so happy. He was, <laughs> I mean, his ass was smiling. He was, he was parasailing. He's going to all these He's beaches. doing all this. It's like, I'm looking at my like, and I'm, I'm literally looking at pictures of him like like we broke up. You deserve it. You like, deserve it. I was like, you deserve it, but man, you gonna leave us like that? Miss you. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't agree with everything, and I, I remember I, somebody's like, you just like like no, no, I didn't agree with the drone strikes because we were scaring the shit out of kids. <coughs> you know, clear skies was scaring the shit out of them, so I wasn't really big on the drone strikes, but like, 
you know what? At least he fucking wasn't tweeting every fucking thing. This no, is the yeah, thing about, yeah. about I didn't. There were a lot of things that he did. There were a couple of things that he did that I didn't agree with. The drone strikes I didn't necessarily agree with. I don't think that Obama, that Obama, the Affordable Care Act, because I will never call it Obamacare. Ugh. Um, I don't think the Affordable Care Act went far enough. But I understand yes, the reason. I fully agree. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, understand yeah, yeah. the reason why it didn't go far enough. So I don't do think I. It yeah. did, but I get why it didn't. There's um, so much, so much going on with that. There is, yeah, because that was that was, and if there, there, I mean, there's tons of documentaries and how it became where what it is now and all of that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that is a president that, I, I, while I may not agree, there were no scandals. You knew he thought it through. That he, was the thing. Right. He was reading code books and shit, and constantly, it's like I didn't like, didn't necessarily didn't agree with the drone strikes, but. I'm like, he probably weighed all this out and thought about it before right. he went into it. He didn't just be like, we're going to do it, you know, that kind of thing. But, like, there were no scandals. There were no... His kids were not he getting had drunk. No, like, didn't, they, weren't, they were not getting drunk. They didn't have no... He had no girls coming out. No. Women saying that I, you know, none of that. There no. was, it was any, everything that was considered a scandal or anything was something that was made up for, you know, political gain on one side. On one side. So, there was... He was a, a person that, even if you disagreed with his policies, you could not deny that that was a good man. Well, and you could also understand the logic behind it. Behind, there right. was logic behind. It's like, yeah, he may not like it, but there's logic of why he did this. Why he did stuff. this? Yeah. We have, you know, where so we went from, and I, you know, I'm gonna say, dummy George Bush, because that man that was some weird shit. He was <laughs> he couldn't pronounce the word no. <laughs> Words were hard for him, and I can't take it. <laughs> like, oh. so we go from that to this, you know, class act. Like, yes, a class act. Class act, yeah. act to literally this. Someone, who, someone who makes people say, you know, they'd rather have they. I, I, I don't like it, but you're just like, I'd rather have W back. I'm like, W would not solve your fucking problem. W would not, yeah. But in comparison, W actually did look more presidential. He looked not, more, yeah. And it's and and it's. I, was, I got into a, a brief discussion earlier today talking about the my issue with or where where I feel and I'm gonna we're gonna kind of close out with this. That's cool. Um, with it, where do what did you learn about the electorate and the American people after the election that you didn't know before? Which one? The, uh, the, the papaya pinochet. Yeah. To be honest, it, it actually reinforced a lot of what I kind of was vaguely aware of. But it's, it's like when you hear about a tornado. You know, you, when, when you go through a tornado warning, but you don't see it or hear it. You know there's a storm, but you don't, you don't experience it. You know it's there, but you're not fully aware. You're like, oh yeah, it does cause. But then whenever you, when you are in, you know, a, a danger area and you're going through it. You know, you, it's a totally different... You're not aware of it fully until you actually experience the whole thing or if you see the devastation. That whole thing is, I think, where it was. I knew because I... I ramping up, I, I watched they ramped up and the other Republican candidates just kept falling over and just kept being knocked off and Trump kept going through and surging and, you know, it was down to him and Ted Cruz. I'm like, fuck... He's going to get it. Either way, it's going to be terrible. Because Ted, <laughs> you know, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. I mean, let's just put it out there. So, <laughs> so he really is. Yeah, yeah. So with, with, with Trump, it was just, honestly, it was a reinforcement of, no, this is, this is the person people want. And they're willing to vote 
for someone that makes them feel good and immediate rather than thinking of long-term and what would be rational and logical and what would benefit literally everybody. It's what feels good for me in the moment. Also racism. So, I mean, because some people wanted to vote for him because well, we can't have this. But I also thought it, it also was um, how much this country hates women. That That's just... I knew it was there. It's always hiding behind everything. But... I was like, damn, the amount of just vitriol they like, threw at her. I wasn't, I was on the Bernie train. I fucking love Bernie Sanders. But. I, I, I was actually Elizabeth Warren and then I got into Bernie. Right. Yeah. 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 So we're but on the same path. It's, you know, when, when my guy didn't win, I put my big boy pants on and kept it moving. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. And, you know, the things that I learned, I've, I've briefly mentioned this before, but. Um, one was it, to not doubt, never doubt your the electorate's ability to ignore racism, homophobia, and sexism, and yeah. when it seems like they're going to, if it's a matter of. If you have a good enough personality and you're bombastic and you know you you love the sound bites, you're willing to vote for. You're willing to vote for. You're willing, yeah, you're willing to, to vote for Barabbas at this point. If we're going to tie in, if we're going to tie in, I mean, I I remember this because this is one story that my mom told me, and it was because I'm I'm not religious at all. I'm but I remember she told me this story because I grew up and we went to church. And I remember it was Barabbas and Jesus, and Jesus had done he had done shit. It was like right. the, the equivalent of like a fucking jaywalking violation. And yet, when it was time to release, which one would you release? They voted for the guy who had killed, who had maimed, who had raped, who had destroyed you. I mean, a real fucking bad guy. They picked him over Jesus because, well, Jesus was kind of weird. We're not sure. And, you know, but his emails, you know. That He's kind different, of right. Well, it's, it's, it, <clears throat> and where the, the, the first, it's what Trump was able to do. I'm not comparing Hillary Clinton to Jesus, by right. the way. Right, yeah, just, please, yeah, that's, that's, that's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Understand this. I get Hillary Clinton was shady. Not going to sit here and say that. The Clintons are shady. It just is what it is. But they're the shady I understand. Yes. <clears throat> but it's... I was... Oh, what, what Trump was able to do was tap into this idea that the reason that blue-collar white Americans are in the lot that they're in is someone else's fault. It's always someone else's fault. And if they weren't here or if they did this or if they, they did would do this then we wouldn't be in this situation. What That's what Make America Great Again was all about. It was someone else made America bad and we're going to that's where we're taking back our country comes from. Do you, do you think that they also blame those same people, those same uh, scapegoats for why they're not rich, why they're not more well yeah, off. Yeah, because they have to pay taxes to take care of these people. But they don't realize, not realizing, you know, they got that, they, the government takes too much of my taxes to take care of these people. And, and, and if they would just get off their lazy asses and get off of welfare, then we would, you know, we would be such, and they just learn how to, hard, to, to work hard, not realizing that their neighbor is probably the reason that it is on welfare. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 
you see you see people working three jobs or three fast food jobs working very hard right i mean i it's like these people do exist and they and people do work hard i hate this whole thing we're not working hard enough. it's like you can put your nose in the fucking grindstone minimum wage doesn't cover shit anymore right we, we are we are beyond that and it's not about hard work right it's about i mean we'll go to college how am i going to pay for college you can't get a job and pay for co- and pay and pay college with it as well as everything else. No, you can't. No, you don't get to do that anymore. The, the things that my dad, that my parents were through, I would say my parents had the opportunity for is not there anymore. And I right. really get so pissed off. We'll just work hard. It's like, how it's, many hours a day do I need to work to get this? And at what point is my productivity recognized? Right. Well, and I think that it's it's to and there is a there was a. There is there there are those that subset of people that felt that truly felt that that you know the others are the downfall of the country, and then there was a subset of people who looked at the things he was saying and looked at the things that people were saying about Hillary Clinton and felt like the things that he was saying did not bother them enough, did not bother them more than the things that Hillary Clinton was is alleged, in, to have is alleged to have done. That scares, that, see, and that, that scares, is scary to me. That's fucking terrifying. I'm like, he did this stuff, it's on tape. It's, he, the, the, like, and not only that, but, you know, we, we elected a television personality. And, so that's the, that's that's the second thing that 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 I and, and to never forget that. Yeah. Never forget that there are people who can that who will hear horrible horrible stuff and be like mm, and dismiss it. And dismiss it. Yeah. And the other thing that I learned is I will say Hillary Clinton wasn't a good candidate. Like she wasn't a good candidate. I'm just I'm just going to put it out there. She wasn't a great candidate. She, but she's not great at... This can, this this election... Donald Trump did one thing that I think was genius. He turned this, can, this, this election from being about issues and priorities to being about personality. Yeah. And Hillary yeah. Clinton has a horrible... Per- I'm sure that in person, Hillary Clinton's probably cool and great. Well, she can't unleash it because if she did, because there'd be a lot of people did. that would just be like, oh, look at that. You know, I remember when she said... Pokemon go to the polls, and I was like, "Whoever told you that needs to be fired now." She she was very she was she pants she's a panderer. I mean, and she's been this Hillary Clinton for so long. For any change, would appear to be grandstanding and pandering. Well, and she she had to be because I remember uh, when she was uh, when when Bill made governor of California, she had to be the typical first lady. She had to right. mold, and when she didn't, things got really bad, and she didn't want she didn't want Bill to lose the next election. So it right. was. I have to fit a mold. I have to be constantly, and so she tried to do that to get where she needs to go. And she's really good about policy. I mean, the thing is, what she knows is really there. I'm like, as president, would she be the person I originally wanted? Probably no. not. But you know, honestly, it's like she would know all the stuff that you need to know. She is literally, or was literally, the most qualified person in the country. Yeah, yeah. to be president, like she. New, and that's the thing. You took Flash over quality. Yeah. Like, and to, uh, so for me, it's like, I now know that it does not matter 
<laughs> you know, it's the sex. It's the a, issues don't really the matter. The issues that much don't matter. As long as they can sell it in the bright and shiny package. As long as you can sell them the bright, shiny yeah. package. Because I, I, I would have. I, I know she. I know you said she was shady, but I would have trusted Hillary as a president to do the right thing. And yeah. that's where I'm like, I know oh. she would have done the right thing as far as I know keeping, that... putting, having our country and, and being able to keep our people safe and not shitting on the entire world. Let me explain to you when I. This is what. This is what I. My, my thing about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is shady in this sense. Hillary Clinton is always going to do what is best for Hillary Clinton. Period. Point blank. End of story. When Hillary Clinton, but what what a lot of people haven't kind of caught on to is that 90% of what's best for Hillary Clinton is best for the rest of the country. Yeah. <laughs> like, in, in, in the times in which those things will don't align, she's going to do what's best for her. Yeah. Because that is, that is a politician. But yeah, she, Hillary Clinton will not make you worry about losing your health insurance. Hillary Clinton won't make you worry about losing your life because someone has just decided, you know, fuck this bullshit. Yeah, that shit in Overland Park. But was it Overland Park the guy that shot the the Indian Americans? Yeah, yeah. I was. I remember sitting there and I was just like, "What the fuck else is going to happen? This is if this is what people and people are, they started thinking that they had abject social permission to do whatever the fuck they wanted." I, to do. I was like, I, tried, I was like, I don't know if you're in the the thing that brought that episode on the one that I did right after, and you guys have, have heard this, was the very the very next day after the election I got caught a nigga. Random that. stranger. I, I, and, I was I was sitting there. I, I remember that, but it was just I, I don't want to diminish yours, but it was like yours was added on to like this huge just amalgam of of just pure hatred and right. shit and and and. We can do whatever the fuck we want now, and now we don't have to hide it. Right. Which, the thing is, I'll be like, I didn't know. I'm like, it was always here. It's always been there. It's not been that long. It's been less than a century since we desegregated the fucking schools. You yeah. think this this is going to be going on because people will talk about well, it. Well, and the thing yeah. is, the thing about this, and even in that, in that, because, you know, I've heard, and then, I know we said we were going to end it with this, but there's something, <laughs> there's something that I wanted to say. <laughs> It was a good question. Though. It was, a, yeah, it was. It's, I wish we had started with that question. We could have just, oh yeah, kept oh, going yeah. with that. But what? And maybe that'll be the subject for the next episode. Um, but what is? You just said it's you know it's fifty. It's, it's only it's been less than ha- uh, half a century since you know the desegregation of schools. Yeah. You know when you think about the amount of time that racism has existed as an institution, you know. We not out of the woods yet, Mm-mm. you know. No, we're nowhere near out of the woods. Well, especially in in this country. I mean, it's it. There's there's it's still there. I mean, it's it's hard coded. <laughs> I hate to say it, it's hard coded into the into the country. Like and until and we have to, yeah. And until everyone decides, you know what? I'm going to acknowledge that this exists, and we're going to make changes to fix it. I will be sitting here screaming into the wind and well, into this microphone. It's also families. I, I, it's you know, standing up to to parents and grandparents who do this because they perpetuate it and it goes through, and it's it's extremely pervasive and can be very subversive, like just below the surface. Because you'll because all the fucking dog whistling that was done. I remember, I remember when uh, Obama got first elected. I remember actually going to see. Well, I didn't even get. A, he was at the Liberty Memorial, 
and they had the screens. I'm like, I didn't even see him. We right. were so far back with so many people. But I remember when he got elected, and we were everything was good. And then all of a sudden, you know, the racist memes got out there. The 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 effigies, the the news. I mean, it was just like, you know, it was all out there. And I was young enough that I didn't I didn't really see a lot of that. I knew it was out there, but I'm like, oh well, the, you know. The KKK is on their last legs, you know. The neo Nazis aren't here. Fuck them. We, we, right. Godwin's law is in full effect. So, but then, all of a sudden, they just came out of the fucking woodwork, and now with the Trump election, they is a they think is a tacit approval because people right. like David Duke have said, "No, oh, yeah, yeah, we love him. He's great." Well, and I think the thing that that you know, and 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 we're gonna we're gonna end on this one for real this time. <laughs> but I think the thing that to to remember is. You know, they've always been there. Yeah. And what, unfortunately, for a lot of, you know, a lot of white people, I'm just going to say it. I don't know why it makes me so uncomfortable to say the word white people um, sometimes. But for a lot, unfortunately for a lot of white people, it is when people of color say racism exists, there is an immediate, I'm not racist. That's because they're self-conscious about it, and it's like, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying that you're racist. <laughs> what I'm saying is that it exists. Yeah, yeah. And you know, well, why do you have to bring, make it make it about race? It's a fact. Uh, it's, yeah. I'm not making it about race. No. You know what's making it about race? Race. <laughs> Racism makes it about race. Yeah, the people just people putting it and subjecting on that yeah. one tiny one one thing. You know. And so it's and and, and someone said I. I was listening to Tim Wise, who I fucking love, but he's he was like he said, everyone has a bias. Everyone has like and if and it is hard coded in, in the brains. Even liberal white people yes. have a bias. Oh yeah, and it is you know, and we need to start recognizing that that is that is it because yeah. when is you know, right now we have this. We sit on this moral, and I say we, you know, because I don't want to be like y'all sit on this moral high ground. Well, so, you know? well, yeah, well, they, they, we this do. is moral, it's like you know, the the you know, we're so much, but it's we are all every single one of us, me, you know, my partner, you, we're all guilty of just you know, you see that person, oh yeah, walk up to you, you're like, mm-hmm, look at him. Well, you'll see somebody you just, I mean, I, um, you'll see somebody walk on the street, like you said, yeah, and. They, you think, oh, they might be homeless or something, and you're right. scared. You're like, uh, I mean, uh, I, for me, that hasn't happened as much because honestly, I've done a lot of content. I've all, I just, I have all kinds of shit running my head, right? And it's always, and I'm like, honestly, the most damage that's ever been done to me has been my rich white people all the time. It's the companies that fuck me over by charging too much, right? Or it's a fee that I get charged, or oh, I'm sorry, we didn't we didn't ship this correctly. Whoops, we're sorry. And you're like, no, they've been the ones that have screwed me over the most. You know, that's what's been going on. Right. Nobody in the city. I mean, yeah, have there, has there been somebody that has tried to take me on? Sure. There's always somebody will do that shit. You have and to be it's... prepared and take care of yourself. That's sensible. But they're not the ones causing you the most harm. Right. And my thing is, and it's it's, I have never. As a person, you know, like, and, and it's, it's, you could always tell, like, even the people who have, you know, who are social justice warrior, you know, Black Lives Matter, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You can always get to, you can, I personally, I, as, as, as someone who has been, 
I have I am used to being in white spaces because as a person of color, you just as a especially as a black man with you know a white partner and you know gay and all that stuff, you just it doesn't matter any of that stuff. You just get used to being in white spaces. You get used to being the only piece of pepper and a <laughs> oh big old bag of salt. <laughs> But that, that was a very, very unique metaphor. This is just one of those things. Yeah. Um, but it is when you are when when having someone who is white go to black spaces is when you really see how because you know the, 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 if they're start to tense up and it's just like <laughs> and I'm like you are really uncomfortable. I took a bunch of my. Uh, my white friends when I was living in Florida took a bunch of my white friends to the gay to, to the black gay bar because that was the most for like Thursday night that was the hangout spot and I'm like you should come with me to, to 3D and blah blah and they were like okay they had a good time but it took them a good hour to two hours to just breathe you know anytime anybody got past them it was just like and I was like are y'all and it didn't like it didn't bother me because I'm like I go with y'all to the bar all the time and you know, sometimes I'm the only black dude here, you know, I'm definitely the only black dude in this group. I don't think of anything of it. It didn't, I didn't notice it until. Until, yeah. And, and these are people that like, they we, they listen to black music and, and all of these things. And it's just like, I thought y'all would be having a good time and y'all look really uncomfortable. See, I, I would be uncomfortable not because of that, just because it would be someplace I've never been before. Right. Like, I have to, I if it's in, if I feel lost, like I just get, I freak out. But it's, it's, there is, there is still bias there. I mean, right. it is totally, it, it does happen. And if you can at least be aware of it and try to counter it in your brain and not make sweeping generalizations. I mean, even, I really hate to say this because I, I enjoy the, the generalization, even about rich people. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, I feel like this. <laughs> what you won't do is take away my sweeping generalizations about rich people. Yeah. Until, unless I get to the point where my bank account looks like theirs I'm gonna just I'm gonna say terrible things about them it just is what it is yeah. you guys enjoy your Lord of the Flies weekend <laughs> and on that note we have come full circle we have come full circle <sighs> thank you so much that Spencer. Was this was a lot of fun I enjoyed and, that uh, guys remember thank you for everybody who has uh, given we've got one more week left in our drive it might go on until y'all decide to start to, to give until i make my goal but in the official drive we've got one more week left so give 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 to the patreon um i've been posting the link every day i wanted to thank you for letting me nerd out nerd out about north korea no because <laughs> that was great i really wanted to nerd about like okay cool cool so it was yeah. great like it was awesome that was fun i had a blast and um, thank you for you know for these two episodes of, of just pure joy and I I had I'm having an awesome time and I want to come back and do more so well yeah and I'm I'm down and on that note guys that was a, another episode of KC Caffeine stay woke folk oh by the way we have a Twitter I forgot to mention it last episode we have a Twitter now it is uh, at KC underscore caffeine so follow us on Twitter too thanks. Now stay woke.